This is day 121 of our daily Bible reading. We'll read chapters 120 through 126 of the Psalms. Lord Heavenly Father, you have delivered our souls from being separate from you forever. You've given us a soul that desires eternity with you. You've given us knowledge and understanding that this is just a temporary place. This is just a sojourning in the eternity you have planned for us. Lord, we need to take this life so seriously, not take it for granted, not waste it. But Lord, you have given us a solid mission. You have given us such an urgent mission. And it's not even about us. It's about those who do not know you. May the gospel shine today. May we more and more understand its significance and speak truth through it. May the world hear what Jesus has done, and may they be changed by you. Please bless the reading of this word today. In Jesus' name, amen. In my trouble, I cried to the Lord, and he answered me. Deliver my soul, O Lord, from lying lips, from a deceitful tongue. What shall be given to you, and what more shall be done to you, you deceitful tongue? Sharp arrows of the warrior, with the burning coals of the broom tree. Woe is me, for I sojourn in Meshech, for I dwell among the tents of Kedar. Too long has my soul had its dwelling with those who hate peace. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will not slumber or sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going out and your going in from this time forth and forever. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem that is built as a city that is compact together, to which the tribes go up, even the tribes of the Lord, in ordinance for Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For there thrones were set for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. May peace be within your walls and prosperity within your palaces. For the sake of my brothers and my friends, I will now say, May peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. To you, I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. Behold, 
as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress. So our eyes look to the Lord our God until he is gracious to us. Be gracious to us, O Lord, be gracious to us, for we are greatly filled with contempt. Our soul is greatly filled with the scoffing of those who are at ease and with the contempt of the proud. Had it not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, had it not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive when their anger was kindled against us. Then the waters would have engulfed us. The stream would have swept over our soul. Then the raging waters would have swept over our soul. Blessed be the Lord, who has not given us to be torn by their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bird out of the snare of a trapper. The snare is broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Those who trust in the Lord are as Mount Zion, who cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forever. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest upon the land of the righteous, so that the righteous will not put forth their hands to do wrong. Do good, O Lord to those who are good, and to those who are upright in their hearts. But as for those who turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead them away with the doers of iniquity. Peace be upon Israel. When the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with joyful shouting. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. Restore our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Those who sow in tears shall reap with joyful shouting. Ye who goes to and fro weeping, carrying his bag of seed, shall indeed come again with a shout of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. Okay, so these psalms that we've read today, as well as we will read tomorrow, and probably a little bit the day after, are called Songs of Ascents. They are songs that were typically sung by the Israelites when they were on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. For the annual feasts and all that. So these were songs that they would sing when they were in their caravans, when they were with their families, on the road to Jerusalem. They would use that time to just contemplate and meditate on God and to remember all the things that he does for us on a daily basis, but also what he has done for the nation of Israel and is what he does for all of his people. So certainly, we should be doing this every day as well, to some degree. Meditating on the truth of God. 
meditating on all the things that he's done in our lives and not putting him to shame, not forgetting him, not doing anything that would grieve him, but we just dedicate all of our love and our actions to God. That's why in the New Testament it talks about whatever you do, whether it's eating or drinking or whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. Because it's not about us. It never has been about us. We want it to be about us to some degree because we want to feel important. But in reality, it's not about us. It's all about God. And if we honor God, he promises to honor us. So besides these psalms being the songs of ascent to when they're on the road to Jerusalem, there's really not a whole lot to talk about in background, at least. But there are some things that we should look at in the psalms themselves. Psalm 120 is about how evil and deceptive the tongue can be. And James talks about that in great length as well, how we open our mouths and we can bless and curse at the same time, and and yet the tongue is such an evil poison. We need to watch our mouths. We need to guard our mouths. Jesus also talked about that, that from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever is going on inside of us will come out of our mouths. So we need to be careful to protect our mouths and ultimately protect our witness in the sight of God. Psalm 121 is recognizing who our deliverer and our sustainer is, and that is the Lord God himself. I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. And it talks about all the wonderful things that God does for us, his protection, his salvation, his guarding of us, his not letting us be go off track if we pursue him. He keeps us, and he does not allow this world to destroy us utterly. Through him, we will be able to accomplish any tasks that he sets before us. The world will not like us, and they will try to do things to us to get us to stop. But God himself cannot be stopped, and he cannot be silenced. So, may the Lord exact his will on us in such a way that our mouths will be effective toward his service and not toward anything else. Psalm 122 is a nice one because it talks about how it is good to go to the house of the Lord. And this one is actually more geared towards Israel itself and Jerusalem. And we need to understand that even in today's world, we should be supporting Israel. It is very clear throughout the Bible that Israel is still God's chosen people. We, as Christians, are also God's chosen people, but we know that even the Jewish community is still God's chosen people, and they, are, they still have a role to play in the end times as well. So in light of this, it is proper for us to support Israel as a nation. So certainly when it comes to the uncertainty going on in the Middle East and the constant conflicts and so on, we need to stand with Israel. Israel may not always be perfect. 
we know that because the Bible we read up until this point shows us that Israel, throughout its history, has not been good. It has many times fallen away from God. But just the simple fact that within some of our lifetimes, the nation of Israel came back together as to be a country, and it hadn't done that in almost 2,000 years or more. So there's something very significant about that, that God not only fulfilled his prophecy for the nation of Israel, but they are God's covenant people. So for that reason alone, we should stand with them. And yes, we should pray for peace in Jerusalem. Psalm 123 is an expression of confidence in God because we know that he is the one who grants his grace on us. And again, his grace is undeserved favor. Things that God does for us that we don't deserve. Because if we go by exactly what we deserve, we deserve to die. Because we're sinners. But God has given us lavish gifts. He's given us salvation. He's given us deliverance from evil. Deliverance from the pit of hell. God is so good. We take him for granted so often. So how often do we need to be thinking of him and praying about him? That's how often should our thoughts be about him, toward him, in favor of him. And our praise and the posture of our heart is constantly just dwelling on his goodness. That is why this song of ascent is so important. And if you can kind of imagine, it wasn't easy to get places back in the Bible days. Because they didn't have cars. I mean, you'd have to walk everywhere, or you'd have to take a beast of burden, like a donkey or a camel or a horse. It was not easy to travel. You had plenty of time as a community in a caravan to worship together and fellowship together. But you also had plenty of time to think, to dwell in the heavenly realms on the things of God. I don't think we do that enough. I don't think we often look up. And our brain does not think up either. Our heart does not dwell in the upper places. How often we should be thinking of God and the things he's done. And just marvel at who he is. Psalm 124 is a psalm of thanksgiving, and this is a time for them to remember the way that Israel has made many mistakes in its past, and God has exacted punishments on them, but he has never abandoned them. And he has never given them everything that they have deserved. He has been very patient with them and very gracious with Israel. And so they recognize this, that God has rescued them so often, and they are grateful for it. And we should be grateful as well. Psalm 125 is a psalm challenging us to trust in the Lord because he is the one who protects us and provides for us. And it's also a call to the Lord to exact his goodwill on us and to do good to his people, those who are faithful to him. Our responsibility in that is to be faithful to him. So are, are we doing that? And lastly, Psalm 126 is a psalm that is geared toward the return of the exiles. 
we don't know exactly who wrote this, but this looks like the time period when the people of Israel were exiled and they were returning to Jerusalem, and they were remembering that they were sent off and punished for their iniquities, and God brought them back together, and that he just gave them so much joy and celebration in the process. And so he challenges us to look at what the efforts we're doing are. Are they for God? And if they are, then we will see fruitfulness in those things. Because God will cause it to be fruitful. Like it says in verse 6, He who goes to and fro, weeping, carrying his bag of seed, shall indeed come again with a shout of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. It's talking about the fruit of our labors. Do we sow in tears? Do we weep for this world? And the, the bag of seed that we're carrying is the word of God, the gospel. Do we understand how desperate this world needs God? And are we doing something about it? And if we do something about it, we will see produce. And God promises that. So surely we need to see it this way that the world is so desperately sick, so lost without God. And more and more of the humanity seems to be slipping away from him. The gospel is more needed than ever in this day and age as we draw closer and closer to the day of the Lord. Strongly consider within yourself to drop what you're doing and pursue the fulfillment of our Great Commission. It should be paramount in our lives. It should be high priority in our actions and in our thoughts. Is God number one in your life? There should be evidence of that through what we are doing in his service. And that's all I have for today. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan, and we'll see you next time. Take care, and God bless you.